almost looking like a person today. Yeah? Yeah, but then if I took off my hat, boom, person gone. Why'd you shave your head or something? No, it's just so... Uh, Everywhere? It's so long. So long. Looks good, though. Getting to that point. Looks better than my hair when I grow it out. That's why I never grow it out anymore. I I never grow it out either. Like I hate my I hated my hair long because it gets all shabby. But you know, once you push past that, it's I've gotten past like the really gross awkward phase. I don't know. I just figure I'm like, well, you know, like working from home. Like I don't know. I've never grown my hair out like in an honest effort. So I'm like, eh, fuck it. You I know? tried it in college to look like Gavin Rossdale. It didn't work, so I never tried again. No, fair enough. Like. He's got curly hair like me. I could do that. Didn't work. Looked Didn't awful. work. Looked fucking awful. Well, he probably gets perms. I doubt it. He just has better hair than me. <laughs> Maybe. Just stronger curls, I guess. Rock star hair. <laughs> something exactly. I, something I definitely don't have. I've got like metal head hair. <laughs> I don't know about rock star, rock star. Rock star, rock star. You know, whatever. Oh, know what I was thinking? Know what's celebrating 30-year anniversary this year? That'd be awesome to uh, review because I've never seen it before to this day. What? The original Point Break. I've never seen that either. Yeah, with Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, and Gary Busey. (laughs) Gary Busey. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And I started an interview with him the other day. That was awesome. He's just kind of like a meme at this point, you know, just of how he's just fucking crazy, <laughs> you know. He's so he's out there. Of... What? So he's out there. Yeah, I heard an interview with him and Doug Ellen the other day. Well, I'm just like, that's what I think of. And I'm like, I totally forgot in earnest that he used to be like an action star. Well, just act actor in a lot of things in general. Yeah, actor, I'm like, he used to be like a bankable figure. Now he's Gary Busey. <laughs> I just started rewatching Entourage for the first time in like four years. And he, I watched the episode with him in it where he's like an artist. Classic. I remember that actually. <laughs> he gives, he does like a baptism with a turtle at the uh, ocean, <laughs> pouring water on his head. That's uh, classic. So classic. That's pretty funny. Well, shall we get started here? Yep. Talk about a cat and mouse. Yep. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Today, we're talking the new Tom and Jerry movie, streaming on HBO Max, as well as in theaters in some places. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's catch that mouse. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Open up my beer here. What do you got in your end there? Uh, I got the Hopworks Pal IPA. Definitely had it on the show before, but... That's a good one, if I remember. I like it. So I got a brand new one here from Breakside that I just discovered today called Portland's IPA. Two times dry hop Breakside IPA. Haven't even taken a single 
taste of it yet, but here we go. Just pour it on my glass here. Yeah, I think it just got launched this week, so yeah. Nice. And they said they'll have it on tap as soon as the uh, rainbows and unicorns empties out. So everybody go to Breakside and drink up their rainbows and unicorns. Nice. I do like that one. Mmm, delicious. Mmm, looks good. Nice and golden. Mmm-hmm. That's tasty. I like it. Cool. Well, Daniel, sweet. let's start the show here. What do you got for movie news this week? So I got a couple things for movie news. One, uh, we got a couple, well, a teaser and a full-blown trailer. trailer. But we talked about it being released last week. But I saw the Army of the Dead teaser that Netflix uh, movie directed by Zack Snyder that's about a heist during a zombie apocalypse or a casino heist during a zombie apocalypse. So I didn't see the trailer for it, but I like the concept quite a bit. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I know. I remember we were talking about it. I'm like, I text you. I'm just like, I don't know what you would need that much money for in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, wait. Maybe, but... I, maybe I watched part of the trailer. Yeah, you know what? I think I saw part of the trailer. It's one of those things like, okay, they're going to start giving away too much. So I'm going to stop. Yeah, it didn't really give away much. It kind of just like does an outro shot. I'm like, oh, okay. And like an out shot. And it's just like zombie filled Las Vegas. And I'm like, I don't know, but I'll definitely watch it. Like I said, it's net, it's on Netflix. I think it comes out in May. Now, a couple other things that I saw as far as like, you know, streaming movies, and st- or actually, no, 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 okay. Uh, so streaming as far, I saw like some things about Paramount Plus since that just kind of did a soft launch since essentially they turned CBS All Access into Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. But they announced that the Mission Impossible 7 will premiere on Paramount Plus 45 days. And it says after the theatrical run. Interesting. So that could, they could say like maybe 45 days after it premieres in theaters, but it says after theatrical runs. So I'm like, well, I wonder how long of a run it's going to be. Like if things are still going to be up. I don't know, but that's maybe they're more hoping that like things will be more back to normal. So 45 days. Like I hope so. Uh, Gosh, I want to see so many movies and theaters that are coming up. Yeah. And apparently for Paramount plus, they're also working on a Frasier revival. Really? With Kelsey Grammer. I don't know. That's one of the, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Cause like, that's all people do now. It's just revive older TV shows. But like Frasier, people regardless, like such high caliber television, like smart television, I guess. And I think they hold it up to that regard all the way to the end. Oh, so it, it's like, it was one of those top of the rock shows back in its day. You know, it was up there with Friends, Seinfeld, Cheers. I mean, sequel to Cheers. But yeah, I mean, it was up there. It's high value TV as far as primetime goes. Exactly. So to bring it back, I'm like, yeah, people want to see, I'm sure people, I know people want to see more Frasier because it's just that good, but you're not going to get the same thing. I, I doubt it. No, I mean, I don't know. I never, I've seen Frasier, but I haven't like watched it start to finish. Maybe there's places that we could see the character go in older age. I don't know. I think the character that plays his father has passed on. So yeah. we would be without that character. Be cool to see David Hyde Pierce again. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things, like I said, like Frazier's got so much to lose and not really much to gain from a revival, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see a revival to Entourage. Be kind of well, cool. you got a movie. I know, but I want more. You know, I just started listening. I, I was going to share this and the uh, other stuff we've been seeing and listening to or whatever this week. I've been listening to a podcast revolving around the show and uh, watch. I w- went back to season one, started watching a few episodes, and I'm like, man, I need some more of this in my life. Would it be good? Who knows? I don't know. Could be awesome. Yeah, everything gets a reboot, and it's meta enough that you could do just but really meta shit with it. There's so many ways you could t- directions you could take this, though. I mean, I, I I don't know. It would take some really good creativity, but there's so many good directions you could take the show. I mean, yeah. Clint Eastwood's almost 90, still directing stuff, which somehow makes it more plausible for Entourage to, to get. A but I'm just saying. In Hollywood, you can do all kinds of things. You can go from acting, directing. To, Your career's you know. not dead until you are. And then it actually gets a boost. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All I can say is I'm like seven episodes in and I'm loving it. Fair enough. Um, oh, the last bit of movie news is another trailer, but the new Pixar Luca trailer came out. Yeah, that looks fun. Okay and yeah i know i just like watch them like i kind of like i'm interested like it's very small like essentially it revolves around like some mediterranean city um like coastal city and like these boys can turn into like water not monsters but like i don't know some type of water creatures when they're wet yeah almost kind of remind me of uh shoot the water creature from uh i can't think of the name before christmas no the one that came out a couple years ago, Best Picture winner. Oh, The Shape of Water. Shape of Water, yes. Kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Kind of. So, but yeah, and I'm, I don't know. Like, I remember saying, like, man, it looks gorgeous as always. You know, especially with, like, such a lush, bright environment. That's going to look really good. Definitely yeah. would be one to see in, like, three. From the creators of Coco, too. Hell yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I It looks good. And perfect teaser trailer doesn't give too much away, but definitely has my interest. Definitely. So I'm excited again to see a new Pixar movie because why wouldn't I be? Woo. Yeah. Anyway, there... that's all I got. One more trailer. Wasn't there one for a Netflix show or documentary? Varsity Blues something? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I guess we could talk about that. But yeah, like the college admission scandal that rocked the world and the full house. Um, was that like two years ago now i guess yeah i don't even remember, i mean i'll like... watch this i i don't know i have such mixed feelings about this kind of stuff because rich people have been buying their way in things like this for decades now so but everybody acted like it was brand new two years ago yeah well i guess it's more like you know like we all kind of like joke around like yeah it's what happens but when they shove your face in it and be like look this is literally what they're doing you're just kind of like well, it's one thing, yeah, it's one thing like, hey, I'll I'll pay for the library if my kid gets a kid in this school. But like this whole like, yeah, uh, Photoshop photos make them look like part of the crew team. It's like, really? I don't understand why. I mean, I get, I, I don't know. I guess I don't, I didn't, I don't know. I What's going to happen when your daughter never appear, comes to crew practice or whatever? It's, I don't know. I don't know. But it's yeah. by the same, same director that did, uh, what, Fire or uh, 
Yeah, the Netflix version of the Fire Festival docuseries oh, or documentary, which was amazing. If nobody has, if you haven't seen that yet, go watch that. Yeah, I remember when we did like the double feature. We watched the Hulu one and we watched the Netflix yes. one. Oh, so good, <laughs> so good. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested, like, but it's less documentary, more like I, I forgot how. Like, it's like acted out. Like, as it's more yeah, what, cinematic. I don't know what you call that they, exactly? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Reimagined. More, I don't know. Yeah, kind of like a reimagining. Like, it's not a biopic, but it's not a documentary. It's like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. I'd be it'll interested. Be, it'll be out in a few weeks. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's move on here then, and let's talk some other things we saw this week. Well, you're looking at me funny. Oh, it's because I think it's funny. Because I saw one movie. You did? So I yeah. saw... What did I see this week? What did I see this week? I saw a couple. I don't know if I'm going to work any worth talking about, really. <laughs> um, so I saw Hook, which was fun. I'll always go back and revisit that. And nice. for some reason, I went back and watched... Well, it was with someone. I saw the wrong Missy again. <laughs> again <laughs> yeah <laughs> How i know I you su- said like you kind of recommended it as kind of like a dumb movie like but still fun but it didn't strike me as a movie that you'd watch twice three times in one year right three less, times less than a year no i've seen that movie three times in less than a year i watched it by myself just to watch it and i think it was like the very next day uh, i was hanging out with this gal and we ended up watching it and then this last week i was with someone it's a great date movie i'm just gonna put it that way it's a really fun date movie because it's ridiculous but funny at the same time i mean lauren uh lapkus who is the star of it carries the movie and she is great in it as the missy character okay i don't know like it just never struck like the first time you said that i'm like oh it sounds like an okay movie but you watched it three times i mean like it must not be dog shit like a must be more shit. than okay it's got some ridiculous least. moments i mean there's one shark scene that is ridiculous but other than that i mean it's still predictable but very still kind of a light-hearted comedy it's yeah. got its moments though i mean again missy the character is just hilarious to me okay and again great date movie no yeah, there you go so yeah two out of three times i've watched it in this last year i've had a date so good date movie there you go well if it works it works it works it works so yeah the wrong missy yeah i started watching man of steel as my recap of what getting ready for uh the zach snyder cut uh, i only watched about half of it so far though i got to finish it yeah other than that just hook, hook all right hook, well hook, hook 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 so i didn't know what to watch Rufio. but Rufio. i knew i wanted to watch them like kind of like oh this is just kind of easy to go more like a less serious affair i guess well, because we talked to our cousin and he's like, you guys need to watch the Spencer Confidential. It's on Netflix. I'm like, ah, fuck it. It's on Netflix. I'll just watch this movie. That's what, I, almost I haven't watched seen it a, last... War, a Mark Wahlberg action movie in a while. And I thought it was like a buddy. I thought it was like more of a comedy because that's what the uh, the trailer made it look like. It's to me. categorized under comedy in Netflix. Yeah. Well, it's more of like a it's more it's definitely a lot more serious. It's like, like it has funny like moments, but it's like it's serious like it's kind of serious or at least more serious than i thought it would be but i don't know like it's just like i watched it it's a mark Wahlberg action movie about like a good cop who got railroaded because he found out something he didn't 
he shouldn't have known. And so now he's trying to bust the people who sent him to jail and trying to do the right thing no matter what. Like one of those. Like it was fine. I saw it had like a 36% of Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, I don't think it was that bad. Like it it wasn't, it didn't feel bad to me. It was only like an hour and 50 minutes. I think it was like below two hours. I don't know. It's just like, these aren't usually movies that I enjoy a lot, like more Mark Wahlberg type action movies and a lot of other actors fall under that. So I don't know. It's a formula that I'm familiar with, but not like a huge fan of. But then again, I love heist movies and people either love or hate heist movies. <laughs> so it's like one of those. Heist? It's not a formula I super enjoy. So like it was okay, but I'm not going to, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't think I'd watch a sequel either. Yeah, I'll, I'll see it eventually. I was actually going to watch it last week and then I decided to watch Man of Steel instead just because, you know, got to get ready for that Zack Snyder cut. Got to do some recapping. I would like to watch Man of Steel. It's good. You know, I only watched the first half, but it's it's a good one. It's, you know, DC can be hit and miss, but I like this one. Yeah, I know. It comes, the Snyder Cut comes out in like two weeks from now. Two weeks? Oh, shit. I got some catching up to do. I think, er, I think it comes out on the 18th. All right. Well, I still got some, uh, I got to start watching some BVS and uh, original Justice League. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm Josh like, well, Whedon, if I watch, like, a couple a week, I'll be ready. I just can't wait to see the bad CGI mustache again. <laughs> you know, people say it was horrible. I didn't even fucking notice. You, you see it more in still shots, but yeah. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. Like, well, we, just in case we need to do reshoots for MI6, we need him to uh, keep this mustache. That's so fucked. It's just so funny. It's like he can't he can't get rid of it because if we we're not gonna CGI on a mustache, you have to get it CGI it off. Oh, I love it though. Because especially so when you compare it. movie to movie, MI six is just superior to Justice League. I mean, they're non-comparable, Jordan. Non-comparable. <laughs> uh so great. It's too bad because Henry Cavill, I thought, made a pretty good Superman. Oh, he was a great Superman. And rewatching him in this in his first outing, I'm like, yeah, this guy was a really good pick. I mean, he was. And I, honestly, it's just like, it, again, it sucks to like, yeah, DC fumbled so fucking hard. Because I'm like, you had like good casting. You just mishandled the storyline completely. Because he yeah. could have had several. Like he should have been like, Henry Cavill should be on like, maybe not Robert Tanner Jr. status, but like, I don't know. Something. Like if they just were able to capture and make fun, competent movies you know, with a little bit darker edge, like would have worked, but they fucked it up. But everybody knows that. So I'm still not fucking sold on Snyder Cup, but yeah, I'm I'm curious as hell. Oh, we're watching it. What? I said, oh, we're watching it. Oh, we are. It's just going to be, it's probably going to be a brutal four hours. Get lots of uh, tequila, vodka, whatever. <laughs> Take a shot every time Batman grumbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all for stuff I saw this week. I guess I'll give I'll give a plug to this. Uh, I, I talked about it earlier. Is I have been listening to a, a podcast that came out last, I think it was middle of last summer, called Victory. It's got Doug Allen, the creator of Entourage, and two of the stars – Kevin Dillon and Kevin Connolly, who played Johnny Drama and E, 
And it's been so far just a blast listening to the three of them talk about Entourage. They're doing it episode by episode, and it's just been great. They did a little side episode where they had Gary Busey on and talked about his role. Uh, I just listened to the episode where uh, Reese something, I forget his last name, but the guy that plays Billy Walsh, the director, talked okay. about the, he came on for the first episode, episode seven, where they were talking about his first appearance. Anyway, yeah, I've, I've rewatched the first seven episodes so far and i've just loved it i took a huge this is one of my favorite shows i took like a four-year hiatus though because i just like you know i just never want to get burnt out on this show so i took a big break i'm back re-watching it and i am loving it great show great characters and yeah just listening to this victory podcast that's what's called victory you know victory yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome i'm having a good time that's fun. Like an entourage fan cat. Well, it's not really fan cast if the people who are on it are on it. Well, it's cool. Yeah. Cause you got two of the stars and you've got the guy that created the show, Doug Allen. Um, what was I say? I think uh, Turtle's been a guest. On I mean, episode. I'd be curious to say, I mean, it's just kind of interesting. I'm like, I, to me, I'm like, I don't know how much of an audience this would be. Like, must be an audience enough for them to want to do it, I think. Oh, Entourage was popular, Daniel. I I know Entourage was popular. It's just kind of funny that, you know, I don't know. Well, I think like a lot of people like, well, we got this pandemic going on. What else are we going to do? Let's do a podcast. What else are we going to do? Hey, remember Entourage? Yeah, I remember watching that when I was in college. I mean, starting this last fall, Jenny Garth and uh, there's another podcast I was listening to. Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling started a 90210 podcast where they're literally doing episode by episode by episode, watching it and talking about it. Yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, there's something for everybody. Yeah. Even more so now. I listened to a few episodes of that too, and it's fun. Nice. Well, that sounds fun. So yeah, that's uh, that's me for this week as far as things I've seen and listened to. Badass. Should I move on here and talk some Tom and Jerry? Yep. All right, let's get into our main movie on tap here, Daniel. Let's talk Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. All right, Tom and Jerry, written by Kevin Costello and directed by Tim Story. Should you recognize that name, Tim Story? No. He directed Barbershop, the first one, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, The Silver Surfer, and Shaq, the one that came out like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see two of those. And then the other two I saw a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. Starring Chloe Grace Moretz, aka Hit Girl, Michael Pina, Jordan Bulger, Rob Delani, Pasty Farron, Palari Sharda, Colin Jost, and Ken Young as chef jackie yep and tom and jerry as tom and jerry as tom and jerry of course it's an adaptation of the classic hanna barbaran property which revolves around tom jerry's how they first met kind of became rivals the whole thing revolves around them inside this hotel you know got to get rid of them because there's a wedding going on and we can't have any interruptions it's uh yeah so daniel what are your general thoughts on this General thoughts going in is I thought this was going to be dog shit, 
but I was hoping for enjoyable dog shit. And, and it was dog shit. <laughs> and it was dog shit. <laughs> that, I think that that describes it perfectly. <laughs> I don't know. Those are my opening thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I got to say overall, I don't think it completely sucked, but by no means is this a great film. If I was four years old, I think I would have enjoyed it quite a bit and thought, oh, yeah, it's kind of fun. And it's maybe just mindless if I had, entertainment. If I had I mean, kids I, around that age, I would have been, you know, I would have watched it with them. But watching it as a full grown adult, single, no kids, I was just like, eh. what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what am I doing? Like rethinking your life. Like, why do movies like this get made? Yeah. I don't know. The animation was great as far as like the characters go. Love Tom and Jerry. I saw a little bit of the you know old stuff you'd see in cartoons with them. It was fun. I guess the whole premise of them, you know, in this hotel is fine. While well, the hotel's trying to put on this grand wedding, I I guess it's fine. But overall, I was just kind of yeah, hour and a half to or I guess it was more an hour fifty minutes of this stuff. No, I don't need that. I mean. It was literally like honestly destined to fail because one, I don't even think kids care about Tom and Jerry anymore. No, I don't know if there's been any more recent Tom and Jerry cartoons. Like I used to watch the old ones at Grandma's house because they had a classics channel. Right. Yeah. Although I do think kids would would enjoy this, the movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, so yeah, but like a uh, fucking TV show that is like has short little skits essentially but like there's no talking and there's short cartoon snippets of just cat and mouse like hitting each other right i'm like i don't know how you make an entire hour and a half movie and you don't tom jerry aren't actually very much they aren't really in the movie a whole lot it's mostly human bullshit because since tom and jerry can't talk we have to have something else going on which i really hated the b plot or i guess it's the a plot tom and jerry almost the b plot kind of but I'm just glad they didn't voice them. I'm glad they had no voice and stuck with them never talking. It would have been yeah. awful if they talked. That would have been somehow worse. You know? It would have been shit dialogue. It's just better watching their expressions. I enjoy that still to this day. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. The, the characters were fine. I mean, I like Chloe Grace Moret's character quite a bit. She, was... she starts out like such a dick, though. She does? I mean, I get. I mean, like, I get. Like, she's the protagonist, but the first thing you see her do steal is a what? Steal a job resume to work at. Yeah, hotel. steal a job resume. Tell some lady that she's not qualified, and then like steals her job. <laughs> and I'm like, I get. Like, it's. Oh, I mean, I guess it helps that it's a very cartoony cartoon. So that feels like very cartoonish. Like, dude, you're an asshole. She's <laughs> like cartoonish evil, but she's supposed to be the good guy. And I still can't get past Hit Girl. I know. And she hates doing that movie because everybody just thinks her as Hit Girl. She is, though. She was so good as Hit Girl. She was really good. But yeah, I, I don't I know. think of her as Hit Girl and uh, Tom's brother in, uh, or excuse me, brother, Tom's younger sister in 500 Days of Summer. I've still never seen that. Oh, Daniel, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, so Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I don't know. I just the human element didn't work. It's almost like 
I was actually thinking about um, like the Godzilla movies. How I'm like, I just don't want the human element. Right. But then again, you can't have an hour and a half. But Tom and Jerry can't carry an hour and forty minutes by themselves either. So it's no, like there's either way, this wasn't good. This wasn't going to go well. No. So I mean, it was kind of interesting. So you have, you know, live action. It, anything that's an animal in this is cartoon, like two dimensional cartoon. I thought the animation for the characters looked good. Uh, one character I did not like that I felt out of place or just a waste of time was that dog. The bulldog? I mean, yeah. he's a main character in, like, the cartoon. He is, but he felt so out of place in this. I would rather have no bulldog at all and just have more of, like, that cute kitty. Maybe have yeah. a side plot with Tom trying to woo her over. Yeah. But, yeah, the bulldog, I felt out of place. Didn't like him at all. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I think that's fair. It's just... I don't know, man. Like, I didn't expect much, and somehow it fell below that. Um, I, I I was thinking, like, the entire time I was watching this movie, I was more thinking about other movies. Like, I'm just, like, watching this, I'm like, shit, man, this gives me, like, an itch to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. Because I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but I'm like, that's, like, that just makes me, I'm like, okay, well, you're splicing together animation with live action. I want to go watch Roger Rabbit, and I want to go watch Space Jam. You know, a little more better put together. At least the Looney Tunes can talk. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's the this only this had a few good things going for, it, but other, otherwise, I mean, just way too long and drawn out. This did not need to be an hour and fifty minutes, dude. I was also thinking, yeah, and I'm thinking like at the very least, cut it down. You can. It's an animation film. Nobody cares if it ends at an hour and twenty minutes. It's for kids. Yeah. They don't have that long attention span. Hour and 20, hour 30 max is all they need. Exactly. And another thing is I'm just like, I would have been so pissed. So pissed if I had to go and pay money to see this in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I didn't have to. Then I just got to turn on HBO and watch it and be like, wow, that sucked. And then I got to watch something else at home. <laughs> Yeah. I can't imagine going with like three kids, spending like 60, 80 bucks on tickets and having to sit down and just watch that. Oh, God, it would have been awful. I awful. I would have yeah. questioned my entire existence. Yeah, try to think. Oh, let me try to think of some positives here. Um, I like, again, the animation I thought was good. Yeah, I guess I was okay with it taking place at a hotel. Um, this hotel gets wrecked way too quick. But I like things like I like Jerry trying to set up a poem. Like I actually like that scene where the one mouse or rat is showing him the car. Yeah. Like, hey, you can rent this out. This could be your new you, home. You like the very beginning of the movie? Yeah. Before it went down. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, I did like. I like the yeah. apartment he made for himself at the hotel. I thought that was great. How he had like iPhone for a TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like some of it, like that, like that's kind of fun. I don't know, but also it's one of those things that I thought was kind of one of the things I was thinking of because Tom and Jerry, like, he's been like went on for so long, and people are just like, you, you know, you're just like, which one's the asshole? Is it Tom or is it Jerry? Well, I'm like in this movie, I'm like straight up, Jerry the mouse is the total asshole. <laughs> Like he, I mean, like how he starts the entire antagonization was he literally just like, Tom is just street performing music in Central Park. And then 
freaking Jerry just comes along, slaps his sign over his other sign and starts dancing right in front of him. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that is a straight up dick move. <laughs> but funny. I mean, <laughs> I I'm laughing. just like, I thought it was funny because it's like so ambiguous. I'm like, who's the dick? I don't remember, you know? And then just watch him be like, oh, Jerry started it. <laughs> if I were Tom, I would have wanted to fuck him up too. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Chloe definitely carried this movie. Like she was probably one of the better parts of this whole thing. I liked her character. It, she was fine. Um, yeah. Again, I'm trying to think of some more positives of this. this I don't know. There, you don't have to justify it, Jordan. There are some things they got it. right. Like I did like the animals in a tornado. They did that a couple times. That was funny. I, I don't know. Otherwise, there's just a lot of like, okay. It just... It's it's a movie that you're not going to watch with your kids. You're going to turn it on so they'll be quiet for an hour. Yeah, right. And, like, well, that's just it. This uh, isn't your, even a family film where everybody attention. in the family can enjoy it. This is strictly for kids. Yeah. There's like a parent would never actually watch this movie if it wasn't in a theater. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, trying to think of some like negatives other than just way too long um the whole wedding that couple really annoyed me i mean i also got really annoyed because i'm like i'm just watching a fucking influencer wedding like i don't care like i don't care about these people and like people like that in real life so i don't care about them like, is that what they were or what they're famous for or whatever that's what it, that's kind of what i don't think that's technically what they're famous for but that's what i feel like was kind of like because they all just kept like new york's it couple i'm like but they're not like they never, i don't think they ever said like they were movie stars or anything it just seemed like influencers i just figured you know he made had a software company made a shit ton of money and finally found a woman worth marrying i don't know i i don't know Elephants at a wedding, though, in a hotel? What the fuck? <laughs> um, well, it has to be a really nice wedding, and elephants apparently class it up. I guess, but a hotel? Really? What? I mean, yeah, J- Jordan, it's like you you didn't get caught up on so many other things, but you're going to get you know, stuck on elephants inside a hotel that were cartoon characters. I mean, I knew as soon as I saw Jerry, the whole thing was going to shit, and it did. It happened. <laughs> Elvin saw Jerry, whole thing gets destroyed. Just to have this nice little wedding in Central Park. Oh, how sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought I had some favorite. I'm trying to think some Anyway, so that's a... <laughs> what? I was just trying to think of some pauses. I mean, there are some fun parts. I'm trying to think of what some pauses were. I don't know. It was just fun watching the... I guess I just like enjoyed watching Jerry more than anything as far as like collecting stuff for his little room, stealing the ring for a chandelier. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has a nice house. Why does he got to go away? Then they get captured and they get released. Are you guys ready for a sequel? It also just like makes me want to speculate. Like, I wonder how much money this would have made had it been fully released. Well, it made what did it make? It made uh fourteen point one million over the weekend, which was the second biggest quarantine or let's say COVID box office since uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Okay. 
I'm just looking. It's crazy. I was reading... we, it's crazy to think that we are back in a world where uh, 14.1 million is a uh, big opening weekend. I mean, back you're in like 2000... what? You didn't make a hundred million dollars like the Avengers did. What? Two hundred million like the Avengers did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I'm watching Entourage season season one 2004 18.1 opening weekend was a huge deal yeah now we're like 14.1 second place for the covid i mean i'm gonna say one of my favorite things i did today was read reviews about tom and jerry Mm -hmm. because a lot of people one of my favorites was just like said something like oh tom and jerry like somehow got worse than the original Tom and Jerry movie that came out in 1992 where they made Tom and Jerry talk. Oh gosh. Yeah. And the people like people hated that. And so no, they're like, we didn't think it that. could get worse, but somehow it, like people are like, and somehow it did. I mean, I'm looking at apparently the original Tom and Jerry movie from 1992 was rated at 14%, but the new one is at 25%. Is it? Yeah. I just looked up 26%. Well, I'm in a Rotten Tomatoes and feels like months. 26%. Nomad Land from last week, 94. I don't know. I guess if I were to round this out and give it a grade, I guess it's a solid C. Like it still had some okay elements to it, I guess. Again, kids are going to find it fine. One thing I didn't like is like so much music. Like, Again, it's not my genre, but good lord, did the music get an- it just annoyed the shit out of me. I'm like, couldn't you cut back some of these songs? Maybe throw in some classics here and there or something. The music just sucked. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know what? For that, I give it a C minus. Jeez, I mean, that's the more, that's more shocking. This movie being worse than I thought, Jordan. I'm just like straight F, F, straight F, straight up F. Daniel does not like this movie at all. No, no I, I thought like, it had some redeeming quality to it for I, being what it was—a kids movie and stuff. But give me ten-minute Tom Jerry cartoons, not an hour and fifty minutes. That's the thing; they were designed for like a ten-minute intervals. I mean, one of my that's favorite it. favorite Tom and Jerry cartoons to this day is still the one where uh, Tom eat a bunch of the turkey in the fridge here's adults talking like "Ooh, is either the dog or the cat one of them in trouble so he tries to put it under the dog jerry sees it and takes photos of it and then makes like a thousand copies and then is trying to like get the adults to see tom placing the turkey under the dog while he's sleeping <laughs> that's a great episode that just sounds funny i can imagine it in my head it's it's wonderful yeah, I don't know. I still don't think it was complete dog shit like you thought, so I give it a C minus. Yeah, well, Daniel hates I would it. give it a D for dog shit, but it still has an F because it sucks. All right. I well, would not recommend go. people to watch this. Do not this. recommend, yeah. Throw it on for your kids to watch while you go do something else, but we do not recommend you watch this film. Nope, it's even for free if you have HBO Max already, but I still wouldn't recommend it. Yep. All righty, Daniel. Well, let's wrap this up here. Daniel, where can they find us? Online on movies underscore bruised on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know how much you hated Tom and Jerry. Or maybe you loved it. I would love to hear from somebody who loved it. And then I want to ask them like what their favorite movie is. What's that? What? What'd you say? 
I said, I want to hear from somebody who loves it. And then I want to ask that person what their favorite movie oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> like the last airbender. Just fucking morbid curiosity. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for downloading the show. If you're got iTunes, leave us a five-star review just because you know, it helps the show. And we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.